Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, all right. Today is a special day for me. Today's a special day for this podcast, for this video, because if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, today's our hundredth episode of the Untamed Life podcast. If you're on YouTube, this is probably like a hundred and thirtieth video that has been produced and released. So today, first of all, I, um, you know, I want to celebrate. I want to celebrate a couple things right out the gate. I want to celebrate consistency. I want to celebrate commitment. I want to celebrate, you know, perseverance and and really devotion, right? When we have our heart on something, not just our mind on something and we're fixated on it, but when our heart is in the right place and our heart is devoted to something, then it becomes easy to show up every day, right? It just becomes easier to show up every single day and to have the desire to show up every day. So today I'm celebrating a hundred episode. And I just pulled up the definition real quick of devotion because y'all know I love to unpack the words, the meaning of words. And, um, you know, devotion means love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for a person, activity, or cause, right? Just think about that, that faithfulness, that steadfastness, that constancy, commitment, adherence. Like there's such an admiration and such a love in the place of devotion that naturally your desire increases. And today I really want to share the vision of what Warriors of the Heart is about, what what we're creating over here, why we're doing this podcast, you know, and I want to just really speak from the heart because I'm always dropping in here every week with teachings and saying, Lord, just like, what is the message you want me to share today? And I know that we are in the middle of a relationship series, but I'm interrupting the regular program to really share from the heart. And so I think it's just so fitting that we're here in the midst of this relationship series and I'm ending it, um, with this this space around really being in devotion, being in love, being loyal, being faithful, right? And the desire that comes when you're aligned to the right thing. So here I am, I'm celebrating that. And that's really what this entire, (laughs) this entire thing is about. I am here because I was inspired. I was moved to be here. This was not my idea in terms of, hey, I think I'm going to start a podcast and hey, what do I want to talk about? And hey, I have all this expertise and all these skills that I want to just get out into the world. I really did not start this podcast in that way. Now in my past, right, I was very much wanting to start a podcast in the health and performance world. I 
wanted to write a book back then. There was a lot of things that I wanted to do, but it, because I, the, the motive behind it was because I wanted to do them. And it was, it was really coming from me, my ego, my, my personal desires, my personal will, my personal expertise, you know, sort of needing to put something out into the world. There was a lot of creating also from a place of like, oh shoot, I need to put something out into the world. I'm running out of time. Like this, almost like this pressure that I had to do something valuable and significant. And again, that's important because, you know, we all have a need, a core need, a human need for significance and growth and contribution. But the stem, I guess, or the seed was different. And so I didn't, I did not, uh, well, actually Mark and I did release a podcast a while back called the, Un, um, the school of unlearning or the unlearn unlearning project. You guys can tune into that. And when we first met my husband and I, we were down in Colombia and Cartagena and we said, Hey, let's start a podcast together. And again, it was fun. We did that together. It started as a fun way for us to connect but you know, it was our idea and it was just our content and it was us riffing and it was fun and it was good. But this time when I was really impressed, right? It's almost like there's like a stamp or a signature or an impression that is on your heart. That's like, I need you to do this, you know? Um, I, and there's almost like I've got to, I must, right? And it's that calling that I talk about so often. And so well, a hundred episodes back, I guess that was almost two years ago. I started to really get the pull, the call that like, it's time, it's time to birth something new. It's time to put something out into the world. It's time to sh start sharing the message. And the thing is when there was that call, you know, it was like the call to begin the new programming that I was doing with the coaching of the clients and the content that I was creating and the trainings I was taking people through, it came out, the calling came out of a season of wilderness, a time of wilderness. And what I want to say is that at the birth, right, it happens after like a moment or a period of quiet, of zero, of where it feels like, man, it's just really quiet and I don't know what's coming out. And, and I didn't know what, what the next thing was going to be. And it was almost like I was waiting, right? I was like pregnant. I was getting pregnant. I knew something was coming through. I knew something wanted to be birthed into the world. I knew something wanted to manifest, right? I knew God was going to do a thing in me and through me, but I didn't know what it was. And it certainly was not being forced or coming out of my own ideas. I was waiting. I was waiting to receive from God, like the next step, the next thing. And here's the beautiful thing, you know, in those 18 months or so, it was about 12 to 18 months of waiting. And now I was still carrying on. I was doing other work. I was continuing to do some of the coaching I was doing. I was transitioning between my old bricks and mortar business, my holistic health and performance facility, and some of the online coaching I was doing specifically around high performance uh, principles, mindset, high performance strategies. You know, I had a, a my own mastermind mind at the time. But I got to say, like, I was the source of all that. So I was in this place in this season where I was like in between two worlds, right? I had one foot in my old life, one foot, like still running my old bricks and mortar business, still running all the old trainings, all the old programmings, like entrenched in there, still a part of that old identity. And yet this other foot was like, I know I'm not meant to be there anymore. I know there's something else for me. And my heart was starting to feel like in turmoil actually, right? I, I didn't have the level of devotion 
that I had to the studio and that business and, and the work that I was doing there, like I used to in the beginning, right? It was like my heart had been redirected. And I'm not saying this at a superficial level. It wasn't like, oh, today I want to do something different. I mean, this had been building up and building up over years, right? And then the internal pressure, um, it wasn't like a pressure like, oh, shoot, I got to grow the business. It wasn't like an external pressure that forced me on me to do something. It was an internal pressure that was building and building and brewing over time as like more and more of these seeds get planted in me. And I was having a stronger and stronger desire to do deeper work, more of the heart healing work, getting people out of their head, into their hearts, into their bodies, like deeper in connection with the spirit. I didn't know, you know, what it was going to look like. I didn't understand that the business structure was really going to change. I just knew that I couldn't stay where I was. And then of course, you know, COVID hit early 2020. And that was a divine opportunity, I think, for many of us to begin to write the bus again, right? I think it was a, a divine opportunity and a divine appointment for many of us to do some deep self-reflection to go, you know what, is this still in alignment? Is this still where I'm called to be? Is this still the body of work? Is it, you know, whatever it is. And I saw so many of my colleagues going through that in that season. Obviously we had a lot of time for a lot of being at home, right? Spending more time in our cocoons, you know, spending a lot more time maybe in nature or just within ourselves. And, and some of us really took that as a season of self-reflection, self-awareness, readjustments, a lot of the old fell away. And, um, it was during, that was the start of the, the season of the wilderness, as I call it, where, you know, I got to shut down the doors to the bricks and mortar business. We pivoted, we did some online stuff, you know, we, we pivoted and we adjusted and we started online programming and outdoor workouts and stuff, but I still knew that I wasn't going back. I wasn't going back to the old life. I, I knew that we weren't going to be reopening our doors and servicing clients in the same that, way that we were. In fact, I knew I wasn't going to be in that industry anymore. I knew I was being called into a new territory, into a new new level of service into new teaching into like new everything a new identity a new location that i was going to live a new financial structure like everything i could feel like this inner pull but i didn't have the answers and here's why i want to say this and i really want to hit this home because i talk to a lot of people who are in this place where it feels like you're straddling two worlds right you've got one foot in where maybe you are so comfortable in your identity and your role in your business or the place that you're living or the operating systems you're in. And what I mean by comfortable is you're not really comfortable because you're in turmoil, but you have comforts there that you're attached to. Maybe it's that steady paycheck or that predictability of knowing where you show up every day and like the drills that you run through the day, you know, and the other place, the other world is like really calling you, but it's the unknown. And you don't know what it looks like yet. And you don't know how you're going to like match your financial picture there or how you're going to be recognized, significant, a contributor there, right? You don't know because nobody knows you there. They don't, they know you over here in this world as this person, as this job title and this persona, but they don't know you over here. So like, who are you when you make this leap? There's so much that goes on. And so at this crossroads is really where I entered into, I called my wilderness season, where, you know, it was a season of solitude, a season of isolation, which drew me into like deep intimacy with God. And 
I, I went through a deep season of initiation, right? If we think about what, what is an initiation, right? Um, an initiation, let me just, you know, I want to get the, the, the Mer- Webster's dictionary uh, version of it, and then I'm going to have my own version, but the, it's the act of beginning something new. It's the act of birthing something new, right? So we hear about initiations and rituals when, you know, through tribes where there's a ritual or an initiation from a young boy or a young girl into a warrior, right? And, and then like there's multiple initiations through life, but an initiation for me is like a process that we go through that refines us, that takes us from an old identity, an old way of living, an old way of being, and it refines us and it strengthens us and it stretches us and it challenges us and it purifies us into a new being, right? And it's a, it's like the old dies off, right? And you emerge a new woman, a new man. I was watching some videos a while back about some of the Native American passages, the tri- uh, the rituals and the, the, the passages of initiation from a, for a young woman into womanhood, from a girl into womanhood. And, and, and it's kind of grueling, right? And, and I was watching some of the tribal initiations from the young boys to becoming warriors when they leave the tribe and then they go through this intense process. Sometimes it's intense, right? It's never like, just like, woo, okay, I'm going to go. And it's, but, but they're supported and they're held and there's community and there's other warriors around them and other men, elders and elder men, elder women that have gone through this, that have been there, that are mentoring them and holding the space for them, but they still have to do their own wrestling. Right. And when they come back, they emerge at sunrise or after the season or whatever that rite of passage is, they emerge a completely different person. Right. And some of us have been initiated into the world of athletics. We, we may have made a big, uh, claim, like we're going to do a Ironman or a run a marathon or something. And even in that we go through a process of initiation. Cause man, if you're really committed and devoted, you have a heart for doing in this, you know, that on the other side, it's not about finishing that marathon. It's about who you became in that process of every single long run when you wanted to quit. And, you know, the amount of recovery protocols you had to do and the mental perseverance and the emotional stuff that you go through. And and I believe like, and the physical stuff that you went through and like, we're hitting at every level. And that's why I think athletics is such a great parallel, uh, in terms of initiation, right? That we we're kind of going through these mini initiations whenever we take on a physical challenge. And again, that's why I'm such a great fan of having physical challenges on the regular in our life, whatever that is. Um, micro, micro ones that we are constantly in the practice of stretching and renewing and refining and building our character. But to backtrack, you know, so as I was going through this, as I emerged and I came out of my season, I realized that in the process, in my own refinement, I had been keeping journal entries. I had been doing body work, right? I come from the holistic health and performance world. So I did a lot of breath work and training and modalities. And I did a lot of visualization and work on my mindset and my belief systems. And God did a work in me on those, right? Like really challenging some of those old structures and breaking them down and burning them down and rebuilding them. And also out of that lovingly, not hatefully, but really lovingly releasing an old identity to make room for what was coming. 
And here's the thing, like we won't receive what's coming until we release what was. I'm going to say that again. We won't receive what's coming until we're willing to release first what was. Release the old identity. Release the old attachment to needing that paycheck or needing that significance or needing that title. You know, so many people say, okay, I'm going to move in faith. I'm just waiting for God to drop a miracle and then I'm going to move. I'm going to take action. I literally had this conversation with a, a potential client yesterday. She used to work with me. And if you're listening, you know who you are. But she called me because she said, you know, you're the only one that I know that can help me through this. You and God, because you've done it. You've walked the fire. And Sometimes I need that push. And I, I, bl- I point blank asked her, like, are you ready to release the thing, right? Because you are telling me you want this new reality and we can get you there. We can get you there, you know, and, and speed is really up to you in God's timing, of course. But are you at the place that you're, you're ready to say, okay, I am going to lay this down. It might be hard. And that's why I say we work with a mentor. We work with a coach. We get support in the process because it's, it's challenging to do it alone, right? That, but are we willing to lay down the old thing so that God can do a miracle in our life so that God can show up and open that next door so that thing can present itself to us? We don't receive until we put down, right? And it was a great conversation, but you know, once I put that down and I was in this point of like, I don't know what's coming. It's such a beautiful thing that, you know, the opportunity started coming and lining up and right away, a, a whole new coaching program was birthed called the initiation, right? I realized that after all those, that time and all those journal entries and the prayers and the body work and the, you know, I call them the downloads, but those moments of just listening to what the spirit was teaching me and guiding me, there was so many things, so many like tactical steps in that process. And, and it was a process that I went through and I was taken through that really helped me to drop the weight of the past, drop some of those attachments, heal maybe some of the wounds that were preventing me from receiving the next thing or heal some of the, the parts of myself that didn't feel like she was worthy enough or capable enough or loved enough or whatever the, you know, the things were to receive what was coming. And then the, there was the, the season of like really upgrading my identity, upgrading my belief systems, upgrading the internal structure, the standards to support this new life that was coming in. And so, um, yeah, about the time that I started this podcast, the new coaching program was birthed called the initiation. I called it exactly what it was. It's an initiation from head to heart, from the old life into the new life, from being a warrior of the world that operates out of pressure and lack and scarcity and fear into being a warrior of the heart who is led by devotion, loyalty, faithfulness, steadfast, and ultimately grounded in truth, capital T, not my truth, little T like, Hey, I'm going to release a podcast and talk about what I want, which is okay. But like, there was this call that's like, we're doing this. I'm taking you, I'm bringing you into this territory and here's what I need you to do. And so the call was, you get to launch this program. You get to launch this community. You're going to start working with couples, with men and women on rebuilding their core relationships, healing their heart, healing their relationship with themselves, with me, with God, with the spirit, and most importantly, with each other in their family, in their marriage, so that 
they can go ahead and begin to lead outside of their homes. It, first, their children, right? Because that's the first area of multiplication is inside our home. That's your first kingdom. But if that's good, then we can multiply in our organizations, right? A lot of the people that I'm called to lead with, to, to lead, to support, to mentor are leaders, impact-driven leaders that are running organizations, CEO, founders, executive level. And again, you don't have to be there, but you know if you're a leader at heart. And I, I believe that if you're listening to this, you already know that you are, but you're here to be an influencer, not in the sense of like, I'm going to be an influencer on social media, but you are an influencer of the atmosphere, right? You know that you're called to influence the room, the people that you're being called to lead. And so many of us want to run out into the world and become influential in the world and influential in our communities and influential in our businesses and have all this impact there. But right at home in the very castle we were given, right? The first territory, things are crumbling. It's like quicksand. We're going home. We're walking on eggshells. There's brokenness that hasn't been restored. There's avoiding, there's things hiding in the closet and it's not safe when we come back to the castle. Just imagine for a minute, a king and a queen coming back to the castle after they go out and do battle all day or whatever. And it's literally the enemies inside the castle or there's you don't know who to trust at your own home base. You don't know what's safe inside of your own walls. You don't know what's entered into this space. I mean, no one can rest there. Nobody can strategize there. No one can recover and enjoy and laugh and, and thrive in those environments. And that's the place that we come to, to rest, right? To connect, to rebuild, to restore all of our strength and all of our clarity and all of our focus and all of the things so that when we go out into the world, <laughs> we are coming out from a very grounded, rested, you know, steadfast place. It's a launching pad. It's a rocket fuel. It's a, it's a, you know, that's what it is. I see like a launching pad and a rocket that's taking off on solid ground. And now we can go into our businesses and we can lead effectively because we know we've got people in our corner that number one, support us. We have a safe place to land. Our home is intact. Our family unit is intact. And what I mean by that is we're healthy. Our children are thriving. We're, we're close to each other. We are, we can talk about things. We have healthy relationships and we're raising healthy humans. And now when we go out, we can carry that same level of impact and influence into our businesses, into our teams. And it filters down, right? The ripple effect of that presence and that influence, it has a ripple effect. And now we start to have, see these rivers from a very solid foundation. And we start to see teams that are thriving and we start to see employees that are thriving and we begin to see cultures inside of organizations shifting. And when you start changing cultures and people, you start changing communities, tribes. And when we start shifting communities and the way that communities engage and the way people do business in communities, the way business is conducted because we change the heart of the leaders who impact and influence the people who create the environments where the people are either stressed out, burned out, exhausted, overworked, you know, ignored, treated like machines, or we have leaders who are creating environments where people are thriving. They are encouraged to like they have autonomy. They're encouraged to bring ideas to the table. There's work-life balance, right? We are treating humans like humans. We're celebrating their, their contributions. We create thriving communities. 
And that's how we begin to move. You know, this atmosphere across the globe, it starts with every single one of us inside our first home, which is our physical body, our physical, like our heart, our spirit, our mind, which is the first territory that we were, we have been given. And if that territory is toxic and infiltrated and broken and in division, and I'm saying division with yourself, you know, I, I mean, I know that feeling of being tormented because it feels like I'm living maybe a double life or you have these multiple personalities competing with each other inside of you. You know, we got to get this whole first. We got to get this right first so that we can get the other primary relationships in our life right. And the next closest ones are our marriages. And this is why I'm so on fire. I'm so on fire about this term, warriors of the heart, because too many of us are operating as warriors of the world. We're combating against each other. We're literally battling inside of our homes. We're battling against ourselves. We're battling against our hearts. Our hearts and our minds are in this like boxing match. We're battling with our kids. We have power struggles and power battles inside of our home. We're battling for love, battling for significance. We're looking at each other like the enemy. And really the whole time the enemy has come right in and is laughing because he's like, look, I infiltrated this atmosphere, right? I've infected the atmosphere. And now this person who I know, because the enemy knows your gifts, knows what you are here to create, knows what you were designed for, the real impact and the real influence you were here to do is now really creating a shaky foundation and is robbing you of your energy, of your focus, of your confidence, of your clarity, of the unity that is required. Because again, we can do a lot on our own, but the level of impact and influence that we are called to, to have, we do in community, we do with each other. We start multiplying everything when we work in community and in unity with each other. We know this in a, in a marriage, right? When the two of us are on the same page and we're working together, like, man, how much easier is it to parent? How much more do our children thrive? When we're in unity with our executive teams and our employees and their synchronicity and we're synced up, how much easier is it to execute on projects, right? And workflow when we're in unity as a team, right? You know what it's like to be, if any of you have played team sports, you know what it's like to be on a team where everyone is peacocking, everybody's attention grabbing, wanting to be the superstar, wanting to get the ball. I mean, there's a lot of division and it takes so much effort for that team to A, stay together, B, play together and C, win anything, right? Sustainably. So by now you're getting the picture, right? My mission, my passion right now is to really continue to spread this message, to continue to help people, support people in unlocking more of this in within themselves, right? Making the shift away from the world programming because all of those world programs and structures, we got to know Satan is the prince of the world, right? Prince of the world. He rules the, the atmosphere in the air. And so many of the world's programs, when you look at it from the way that the schooling system is structured to the way that the work, you know, um, corporate, corporate structures are structured. Corporation is an entity, right? Um, and the way that we're, we're told we're supposed to work, which is so unnatural to the human body and to rhythms and seasons. When we actually start to look at all these systems and structures, so many of them that were built for the world, 
which a lot of it was just about personal gain, personal advancement. They're very broken or they're very unnatural. But when we begin to move into the place of what I call the kingdom structures or the warrior of the heart, where we get to lead with the heart, with the spirit, human to human, heart to heart, humanity for humanity, for, you know, with kingdom based principles at the core, at the foundation. Now we create launching pads and rocket fuel where we can actually do so much more. We go further together. We co-create so much more together because we're not doing this all alone. We no longer have to be the source of everything. We're no longer fighting against everyone and everything. We're no longer fighting against time because now we realize that God is the ultimate author of time. And if God is for me, who can be against me, right? That's, that's when I begin to understand divine timing, divine order, divine structure, divine principles. And there are structures and principles for every arena of our life. So I'm excited about guiding people through this journey, through this process of going from being a warrior of the world to a warrior of the heart, to awakening the king or the queen inside, to restoring their relationships, their internal relationships and working outwardly from there so that we can begin to have more impact, uh, uh, really leave a legacy that we're proud to leave behind because we, we are all leaving a legacy. Legacy is what people say about you when you're gone, right? The impact, the ripple effect of your presence on this earth. So whether you think you are or you think you're not, you're leaving a legacy what's it going to be, right? What are your children going to say? What are they carrying forward into their relationships? How are your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren, you know, going to be operating in relationships because of what the blueprints and the, the teachings and everything that you passed on, right? Are we passing on a legacy of brokenness, of anger, of resentment, of fear, whatever it is, distorted programming, or are we passing on a legacy of love and connection and multiplication and, truth and faith and courage and all of these things. So today, as I, as I wrap, I wanted to really dive into, you know, where my heart is and I'm still on fire more than ever. As I cross episode 100, you know, this me showing up every week has been an act of devotion. Of course, I, I continue to get excited as, as the listenership grows and the community grows, but I really encourage you, if you've been listening to this podcast and you're not yet part of the community, you're not yet receiving the, you know, emails from us or attending one of my events, or you haven't gone through the initiation, please reach out. It's very simple. Go to Instagram, the Christine Jewel, send me a DM, say, how can I get started or follow the link below? We have an amazing uh, Warriors of the Heart community. It's a monthly community where I show up and I teach. Uh, you know, I teach once a month. I do a laser coaching Q&A session. There's support. And then we have these beautiful wisdom circles that you can be part of. There is this initiation that you get to go through if you want to work more intimately with me where we go through this process one-on-one. -on -one. So I really encourage you, if you've been listening to this and this stuff is resonating, you can do a lot through this free content. Okay. I'm not going to lie. You can listen to this and you can begin to implement a little bit at a time. It's like a drip feed and that's why it's here. You know, I hope that if you just apply some of the things that we talk about, it will radically begin to shift your life. But if you are serious about diving into this work, about stepping out from straddling the two worlds and stepping fully in to the world, the life, the level of leadership, the relationship that you know you are created for, that you're meant for, and that you're here to do, look, 
there's never the right time, like the, there's never the time, like the right time when you feel the spirit calling you when your soul is moved. And so if this is you right now, then I would really encourage you to click on the link below, apply now and to learn more about the initiation, because it is a beautiful, beautiful journey that will revolutionize every single area of your life. And that I can guarantee. So click on the link below to learn more about the initiation. We're going to be starting our next cohort here uh, very soon. So you guys can check out the details. Once your application comes in, we'll get back to you with the next steps, whether it's booking a call or recommending the right the right program for you. Um, but I'm excited just to connect with you guys. So I hope to see more applications coming in, more people excited to join the community, to get to work in the initiation at whatever level feels um, most aligned. We have a group uh a group container where you do this in a group setting. And then I have a handful of people that I coach privately, um, in my VIP container. And so there's an option for that too. But step one is to complete the application before I hop. I just want to, I really want to finish by, by, you know, one of my favorite books of all books in the, in the Bible is the book of Matthew. And, I think through my initiation, I started reading this over and over and over again. And you know, the one thing that really has always come back first, first circle is that none of us can serve two masters for either we'll hate one and love the other, or we'll be devoted to one and despise the other. See, we can't serve God and money, possessions, fame, status, whatever else we value more, right? We can't, we can't have one foot in one foot out and reap all the blessings and all the benefits that we're created for. At some point, we got to really get clear and ask ourselves, like, where is my heart? Who does my heart belong to? What am I chasing, right? What is my heart really chasing? And um, we also know that the, that that end of chapter six in Matthew, you know, he says, seek first the kingdom of God and everything else is added unto you. Seek first the kingdom of God. Don't be anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted about what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to wear? What are these people going to think? Because your heavenly father knows that you need all of those things first. And most importantly, aim for strive for seek first the kingdom and the righteousness. And what that means is like the, the way of doing and being that is right in the right attitude, the right character, God, that your heart is in the right place, that there is peace in your spirit and all of the other things like they be given to us. And I can attest to this from my own life that as I have made the journey into more and more alignment, into more and more integrity, getting my heart in the right place. And, um, the more God has poured into my life, the more I've been able to receive, the more I've been able to experience in my marriage, in my adventures of travels and cultures that I've gotten to do and the work I get to do. And it is really a beautiful place. And I'm not saying that this comes without struggles or challenges because there still are. I still go through seasons of growth. I go through seasons of challenge and stretching. And even this morning I was out on my patio there and I was like, Hey Lord, like, thank you for continuing to refine me with that holy fire, right? Like he's always refining my character and always burning away the things that are not serving, serving, not me, but serving the greater picture here, right? Serving what I'm really here to do, to create what he wants to do through me. And they're just, as I come into more and more of that devotion, that love, that 
it just opens. Like I just have this vision of like floodgates opening, you know, and we begin to live from a place where we're truly satiated and we're saturated. Um, we're saturated again with like truly what love feels like, but love what love does, how love moves because love is not, it, it's not just a feeling. It's a state of being. And, um, we know when we're in love, meaning the state of love or out of it, which would be fear, right? The opposite of love is fear. We know when we're in the state of peace, which is, that's what the Holy Spirit is, right? He's like the dove, the spirit of peace. When we just have a peace that kind of is inexplainable, we have calm, we have calm in our spirit. We have a calm mind, a calm heart. We know when we're in that place or whether we're in the place of unease, anxiety, and distress. And we're all created to be in the place of love and in the place of peace and in the place of joy versus dissatisfaction, grumbling, um, comparison, right? These things are available to us now and everything else that you're chasing, whether it's the next profit line, the next level of growth, you know, the relationship, really the reason why you're chasing it is you're chasing it so you can experience a state, a state of peace, a state of love, a state of connection, right? A state of joy where you can actually enjoy yourself and all of that stuff I'm going to reiterate is available to you right here, right now. I did a series on this a while back on abundance and the blocks to the flow of abundance, right? And I talked a lot about this. So you can guys can go back and listen to that, but I want to let you know the stuff is here right here, right now. Like God is always waiting <laughs> on us. I think sometimes more than we're waiting on him to waiting on us to get our heart right, to get our gaze on the right things, to remove the things that are weighing us down and unnecessary. And we can shift our devotion away from loving stuff and the wrong things into the right focus, the right heart. So again, I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here being part of this conversation, being an avid listener. I do have a couple asks for you today because I do know that I've been pouring my heart and soul into these podcasts every week. So do me a favor, just a couple things. Number one, if you have not shared this podcast with a friend, please take the time, like hit forward, text somebody, you know, copy and paste the link to the show, pass it on. This is how the message gets spread out. Number two is if you have not already done so, you know, go ahead and reach out on Instagram or clicking on the link below and get connected to our community, get connected to me. I listen and I pay attention to every message that comes in. So at the very least I get a hello. I'd love to hear what you're loving about the show. And I'd love to invite you to join us in one of our events or the initiation and that's the third thing is if you are serious about change, if you're serious about living fully, stepping into your God-given calling, then welcome to the initiation, my friends. Click on the below, link below. Let's get started and let's really begin to embody that, that identity that you are here for, the work that you are here for, the impact, the fulfillment, the love, the influence that you are here for. Until next time, thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of the conversation. Here's to loving fiercely, leading courageously in the untamed life. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, 
Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.